The Holy Gospel of our Savior Jesus Christ according to Mark. When Jesus was sitting on the Mount of Olives opposite the temple, Peter, James, John, and Andrew asked him privately, Tell us, when will this be? And what will be the sign that all these things are about to be accomplished? Jesus began to say to them, Beware that no one leads you astray. Many will come in my name and say, I am he, and they will lead many astray. When you hear of wars and rumors of wars, do not be alarmed. This must take place, but the end is still to come. The nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be earthquakes in various places. There will be famines. This is but the beginning of the birth pangs. As for yourselves, beware, for they will hand you over to councils, and you will be beaten in synagogues, and you will stand before governors and kings because of me as a testimony to them. The good news must first be proclaimed to all nations. When they bring you to trial and hand you over, do not worry beforehand about what you are to say, but say whatever is given you at that time, for it is not you who speak but the Holy Spirit. Brother will betray brother to death, and a father his child, and children will rise against parents and have them put to death. You will be hated by all because of my name. But the one who endures to the end will be saved. The Gospel of the Lord. Margaret Ward, Margaret Fithrow, Anne Lyme. These women, martyrs of the Reformation, were Catholic martyrs. What are they doing here? Were the Catholics the enemy, our enemy? Here we are in Elizabeth's reign after the horror of her legitimate sister, Mary, a reign of terror in which were murdered at the stake, Bramley, Ridley, Latimer, and about 300 more. Church of England, Anglican, people, priests, bishops. When Mary died, it was said, God gave us our Elizabeth. And in fact, Elizabeth was fairly liberal for her times. But these were times when wrong thinking was heresy before God and sedition to the state. But there were plans and plots to restore Catholicism. The network of Elizabeth's spies and the Catholics, many of them Jesuit, were intent, who were intent on reuniting the excommunicated England to the one true religion, played an escalating game of cat and mouse. The prime target were priests. Many rich and noble families already had their private priest, their cleric, to say mass, hear confession, and give spiritual direction. But now they had to build secret rooms, or more often small pits or closets, called priest holes. You hear about those a lot in British TV mysteries, so there's always something hiding in a priest hole. 
where their priests could hide from the magisterial, and it was the magistrates that were doing this, mostly priest hunting raids. But equally at risk were those who hid them. All three of these women were martyred when Elizabeth had been on the throne between 30 and 40 years of her 44-year reign. This was not just backlash against Mary. This was an ongoing war. The first to die was Margaret Clithrow in 1586. She was born to a successful merchant family from York. Unlike some of the nobles who clung to Catholicism, she was an adult convert. She was called to a ministry of housing and hiding priests, which was a capital offense. She was pregnant with her fourth child when she was betrayed and turned in. Up to then, her husband had been paying fines for her not going to church on Sunday in the Anglican church, but this was too much. She was arrested and tortured to get a confession and to say where the priests were. She died on Lady Day, which is, Lady's Day is the Feast of the Annunciation, and that year it fell on Good Friday. Lady Mary, pray for her soul, Lord God, have pity on her. Elizabeth was told and was horrified. She wrote to York that the woman, because of her sins, should not have been executed. But that opinion didn't last very long because two years later, in 1588, Margaret Ward was hanged with about four others. Ward was in the service of what's called a woman of the first rank, which seems to be code for a noble family. Their priest, Father Richard, or William, but probably Richard Watson, was imprisoned, and when she heard of this bad treatment, torture, she took steps to help him. She smuggled in a rope by which he was able to escape, but the whole plan was bungled. It was terribly bungled. It was an amateur job, and it was done badly. He injured himself during the escape. He left the rope hanging, which implicated Margaret. She was the only one who visited him. The boatman who she hired to whisk Watson away got cold feet. The second one was... Uh, was uh, was captured after he went for him. Too many people were involved, someone betrayed them, and they were hanged. And Lyme was also a convert along with her brother and husband. The two men were arrested and fined after they were apprehended at mass. Her husband was banished to Flanders, where he died. This is an important name, Father Gerard, Society of Jesus. This Jesuit was very influential in a massive plot to try and bring Catholicism back to England. He opened a safe house to hide priests, and he put now the recently widowed Anne in charge. On the Feast of the uh, Purification, Candle Mass, in 1601, she was arrested at Mass. She was so weak with fever that they had to carry her to her trial, and she was executed by hanging the very next day. Why did these women risk their lives? 
fondness for the priests who they knew so well, perhaps some, but there was a deeper reason, the salvation of their souls. And a mix of politics, religion, and morality was met with the faithfulness of the state, piety towards God. The mix of politics, religion, and morality was met with, on one hand, faithfulness to the state, piety towards God, and sadly, the sword to protect the ritual purity by both the Catholics and the Protestants. Anti-Catholic sentiment was still running high after Mary's clumsy efforts to restore Catholicism as a state religion and to redeem her mother's reputation after that terrible treatment that Henry laid upon her. But all that aside, it takes a priest to absolve, bless, and consecrate basic ABCs. And without those sacraments, all things necessary for salvation were lacking. Even now without a priest, where would we ever be to receive the Blessed Sacrament? Food for our souls, recapitulation of Jesus' life, resurrection and assumption, and our strength to go forth into the world in the service of God. And as brilliantly as the 1548-49-1549-1549-1549-1549-1549-1549-1549-1549-1549-1549-1549-1549-1549-1549-1549-1549-1549-1549-1549-1549-1549-1549-1549-1549-1549-1549-1549-1549-1549-1549-1549-1549
church and the Pope were in the way. But to an ordinary Englishman, the love of nation pulled against the ancient guarantees of heaven. Most people were expecting hell. And it eroded the perceived unchangeable stability of the rule and discipline of the Church of Rome. And without duly ordained priests, that was unattainable. So to protect priests was the duty worth the ultimate price. What does today's gospel open up for us? Both Protestants and Catholics were hated by each other. They betrayed each other. They were betrayed by family and friends of all in Jesus' name. Each considered the other to be false prophets, leading the people of God astray. Were these the birth pains in God's intended flow of salvation history that Jesus reminds us of? The Reformation did prod, uh, prod the Roman Catholic Church to clean up some corruption, and it opened up new ways of seeing God in Protestant lands, with it springing forth of so many new denominations. And today we are seeing again an iteration of division in religion, in state, and the plagues and famines we've brought on, and the territorial and religious wars. And those who stand up face personal, perhaps even fatal danger. But the one who endures to the end will be saved. Perhaps not in this world, but in the world to come. You know, we can only see out of our own eyes our own experience. And there is that human desire to make our vision the true and pure one. Despite our best efforts to bring down the house, we're still here. I find Jesus' terrifying words actually very comforting. Yes, it can be bad. It is bad right now. But we endure. And even if we are wrong to some, such as those who clung to Catholicism and Protestant England, or those who supported the Protestant Reformation in a Catholic England, we're being faithful witnesses to the love of God and obedience to God's church, whichever church it is. There is only one church, and it's hard to wrap our heads around something. Remember, another word for witness is martyr. And so we commemorate these good women who suffered education for our Lord to save the lives of priests who themselves stayed in a hostile land to bring the sacraments and the means of salvation to those in their flock who had chosen the charism of the old ways 
And what does Ezekiel say? Mortal, these bones are the whole house of Israel. They're all the house of Israel. They are the whole of Jerusalem and the new kingdom. So let us breathe life into the dry bones of these three women and all the other martyrs on both sides and honor them for their service to our God, our Lord Christ Jesus. Amen. Thank you for listening to this sermon podcast from the Episcopal Church of Our Savior, Mill Valley, California. We are a growing community welcoming those seeking to deepen their relationship with God and to journey in faith with God's people through the breaking of bread and in service to others in Christ's name. You may reach us by phone at 415-388-1907, search for us online, or visit our website at OurSaviorMillValley.org. We wish you God's peace, and we hope to greet you in person very soon. Oh, uh-huh.